0: welcome into another red out podcast my name is devin and just coming at you on this rainy wet kentucky weather day i'm hoping you all are having a nice day we're going to talk basketball and some more hop in and stay with us hey how about them tops son you're listening to the red out podcast I am not ashamed to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you'd like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to BetterHelp.com RedOut today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you to BetterHelp. Uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, if you need some support, go to BetterHelp.com forward RedOut. Um, and you not only help yourself, you also help us, and we appreciate that. Uh, speaking of support, Matt, how's it going, buddy? Hey, man, how we doing? Doing good. Doing? I will give you the floor. Go for it, buddy.
1: Oh, okay. Well, without further ado, okay. Um, <laughs> I did say in the beginning, I didn't know we wouldn't say like two sentences.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we're going right in. it. Yeah, here that.
1: we go. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, so... Um, Got some towel rack and read out news and just wanted to share it with everybody. Um, Just excited. We we talked about this a little bit at the end of the episode last time, but wanted to make sure that people really hear it Um, and also maybe be a little deeper than we were that time with some new information. So um, anyway, that being said, um, I am, uh, first of all, Matt McKay, if you've never listened before, Um, but... Um, I am now the, I guess the head or whatever, head lead editor, whatever you want to call it of Tau rack, the Tower rack. Yeah. Where's the music, bro? I need like a, like a soundbite. Um, but anyway, kind of the head editor of Tau rack, uh, which is a blog, WKU blog. We exclusively talk about WKU been going for, you know, how long it's been now? Has it been since like 2016 or something? I have no time. idea. Seven or eight years we've been, we've been around. So um, anyway, um, we're trying to make sure that we're getting out there and really being a resource for everybody. First of all, um, making sure that we're on social media, posting all of our articles and stuff like that, because people are hungry for WKU content. Um, you know, a lot of our local media has kind of waned, or there's not as much of like a Chad Bishop, Dominique Yates and others, um, Nick Baumgartner, whoever, um, some of those guys like the the beat writers at Balling Daily News, there isn't one. Um, so a lot of times there's a vacuum for WK information. So we want to make sure that we're out there. Um and we've been really trying to ramp up our social media. We're on Twitter. We have over sixty five hundred followers on Twitter with Red Out, and then there's also about another thousand um Or did I say towel rack or red out? You said towel towel rack, rack, but you're fine. Yeah. Okay. So 65 over towel rack with red out. There's another thousand, um, on Facebook, we have over a thousand followers with towel rack. Um, red out has a couple hundred. We've been working on getting red out out there a little bit more because I think we, we weren't really pushing the social media stuff. Um, but it's grown grown a lot (laughs) in just a few months. Um, And then even Instagram with the towel rack as well. Um, That hasn't really been an account that was used either. So we're trying to get out there and make sure we're seen. that being said. uh, Oh, also YouTube for the towel rack as well. So there are a lot of different ways that you can consume towel rack and read out content. And just want to make sure a, that, you know, that all that is out there um, because there's a lot of good stuff and you can go back and look at old articles and all kinds of stuff, um, old YouTube videos, whatever. Um so that being said I was doing some math and we have uh over 9000 followers on social media between Redout and Tau rack on all those different platforms. Um and so it's pretty awesome to think about that many people follow us. Um one thing I did want to say is we are looking for to have sponsors um for both Tau rack and Redout um, you know we'd like to like on the the red out podcast i think it'd be great if we had a se- uh, you know a, a segment sponsored by you know mcdonald's or uh um, bandy betting bandy betting <laughs> um lay it to rest with bandy betting there you um, go whatever anyway um we'd love to have some more sponsors more diverse sponsors whatever um and so if you have a business out there that, um, could use WKU people looking at it, or really just a, a wide ranging audience. There are all kinds of people seeing, uh, the towel rack and red out. Um, if you have a business like that, or you have something you want to advertise, message us, DM, you can text us. If you have one of our numbers, hit us up on our Facebook, whatever it is. Um, uh, we'd be happy to talk to you. Um, and talk about doing some sponsorships, whether it's towel rack, read out, all of it, some of it, whatever. We'd love to talk to you because we are reaching tens of thousands every single month. Um, and I was looking at the last 30 days. We've had over 10,000 people look into our articles alone. Um, that's actually reading our articles. Um, so that's just on the article portion of what we're doing. Not a lot. Lo- to mention the live tweeting, Facebook posts, things like that. So, if you're interested in that, you have a business, or you have something, a nonprofit, or you have some kind of, you know, if you want to advertise your sports cards collection, whatever it is, <laughs> you can do it with us. We'd be happy to to take that on. Um, also, we uh, there's some capabilities as well on our Substack platform. Um, which is where our articles are posted that if you want to contribute to the towel rack to kind of help us keep going to pay for some expenses, things like that. Um, we, we have that capability on Substack stack. Now um, on most of our articles, we're putting a little thing that if you want to do that type of thing, then you can, because for years we've had riders uh, that have never, ever been compensated and never, ever, Have they taken a dime for any of the work that we've ever done? Um, And so Talrak and Redout are still pretty much going to be completely free um, if you choose to let it be that way. But if you'd like to support us, we'd be happy to, to take that to be able to make sure that we continue to pump out good WKU content. So I just wanted to say all that because I think, you know, I'm excited about it. And I think that uh, some big things are coming, and we want to make sure that we are the source for WKU, and we want to be the honest, unfiltered, um, you know, try to be unbiased. Obviously, we're Western fans, but we also want to tell you the truth and not try to spin the WKU red rose glasses on everything, but also, you know, tell the truth. So I'm excited, and uh, if anybody has any questions, feel free to DM, message whatever. And, uh, we can get started on talking sponsorships or, or whatever you need. So,
0: yes, yes. Um, completely agree. Um, and like a, we always do the sponsorship with better help first, but, um, you know, that does help the podcast. Um, and huh. then we can use
1: some better help though.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're not, I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not selling you short, but you know, neither one of us are marketing people. Right. Um, you're better at social media than I am by a long shot. I don't do social media. I mean, I do Facebook, but that's just cuz I post stupid little funny things I, or at least things I think funny. Um and then, you know, I get so, your
1: I get your messages on TikTok. Um, there you go. will
0: all, yeah, all day talk about that. So,
1: yes. Um, I, think I I still have a year and like 4 months of your stuff,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have not opened TikTok since. Uh, most of them August. have probably been taken down cuz <laughs> the funny ones normally do. But um, no, like, um, but I was going to say is, is, uh, you know, we're not, we're not, we do this as a hobby. This is a volunteer thing. That's why, you know, sadly, there's weeks where we we're not able to do a podcast. Um, And because, you know, life gets in the way, you know, Matt's an insurance dude. I work at a funeral home and sometimes life uh, affects that. And so, you know, it would help us uh, to continue to do the podcast if we were able to, uh, show a net positive in a way. Uh, we do. Uh, the Red Out podcast does have a Patreon. Uh, it forward slash is Patreon.com/RedOut. I'll put a link to it in the bottom of the uh, the episode. Um, you are more than welcome to go there and support us. You can support us directly. And um, when you join the uh, p- when you join the uh, Patreon, you will be invited to our Discord server. And in there, we will talk. Uh, about episodes we'll talk about western sports we'll do watch parties whatever um but you know we just need your support um it does help um because all of this comes out of our pockets um or at least my pocket so for at least for the podcast <laughs> um so this is coming out of you know my pocket to do this every year um and honestly let's see it's been I've been doing this podcast for 7 years I think the first year we had a bunch of hiccups, uh, on, uh, the podcast, as far as like posting and doing, because we were using a different, uh, a different site to post our podcasts on. Uh, but now it's basically been about a hundred bucks every year, $108 every year since 2017. So, so for about seven wow. years now we've, I mean, I've been chilling out and that's fine. I don't mind. I enjoy it. I honestly consider it the price to pay to get to interact with some people, you know, that I normally wouldn't get to interact with as far as like our listeners and stuff. So I don't mind that, but you know, it would be a great help for us if, uh, if you could support us in some way. Uh, The Patreon tiers have been edited. I haven't posted a lot of videos to it. I've kind of let it lax, but the memberships range um, from $3 per month with a seven day free trial on all of them, uh, $5 per month and then $10 per month. Um, you know, the, the, and of course there are different tiers and different, um, uh, advantages to each tier, but we're going to, uh, you know, we'll try and get some old football players into our discord and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, maybe we can talk old basketball players and stuff like that and just, uh, have a big old time at talking Western sports. So, yeah, um, exactly. And, Go ahead. Sorry, man. I
1: was just gonna say the whole thing is not like for us to make money. Like that's not even it at all. Um, But like we have people that write. Like uh, Casey Richards is writing two two articles a week. You know, um, I know I've written a bunch of articles. We've had other people that have been very active. Um, We've had people that live tweet and everything. There are expenses to what we do, and also to be able to go and cover a conference tournament or whatever. Well, if that if we had a little bit to help wash out some of those expenses, we could have the capability to do more yeah, um, and to be, to have more comprehensive content. So um, it's really about just helping out WKU uh, and, and getting people and getting eyes on WKU and its content. Cause that's what we really care about is we're passionate about WKU and we want WKU to do well. That's what it's about.
0: Yeah. And that's, and I, I don't don't want to make it sound like, you know, we're just in it for the money, but we are, you know, just, I'm, what I'm saying is, is I'm just trying to uh, offset expenses. You know, I've got a little one who at some point I'm assuming is going to try and join the podcast (laughs) (laughs) every I'm not, and I'm not even kidding when I say this, uh, she will come into my room, like when I'm not doing the podcast and she'll be like pulling up uh, audacity, which is a, a, uh, recording software Mm -hmm. and she will want to sing and do stuff like that. So I imagine someday we're going to be doing a podcast with her. So, uh, but I would like to continue this and, you know, continue doing things. Uh, and, and there's no issue with the podcast on that front. So Dick, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, we're just wanting to be able to offset some expenses. And like Matt said, you know, it'd be nice to be able to, uh, to help some people who are covering these games for free to you know drive to Huntsville Alabama and cover the hilltoppers without having to worry about you know all of the expenses exactly so, uh okay. but anyway excuse me I'm fighting off a cold and a bunch of crazy stuff's been going on already today so it's okay if you um, call three times oh then I I'm, will have I will
1: have you disconnected from this podcast <laughs> and I'll um, take it from
0: here okay um No, we're good. Um, The uh, big thing is Lady Tops. Well, actually, we do have a new quarterback that committed, correct? Um, He (laughs) came from Texas Southern, is that correct? I think it's Texas State. Texas State. I knew it was an S. Um, (laughs) And I know there's a lot of people who are – well, I won't say a lot, but some are kind of upset because they think Vade, uh, Caden Vale Camp should just get the job, and I don't necessarily think that's the best thing. I
1: yeah. think we have to have
0: some uh, competition. But
1: yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't—I hadn't really thought about talking about that. But like, I think our, um, you know, our local BG South Warren colors are showing a little bit on this because every year at every position. Um, they bring in people to try to create competition. That doesn't mean yeah. that this guy is gonna start over Veltkamp. But if Caden is not as good as this guy and we can bring in a quality quarterback who started at another group of five school and was successful Dude. on a good team, yeah, why would we not want this guy to be on our roster? It's it's just like um Daigie, um and uh Zappy, right? Like um it was Daigie and Zappy, wasn't it? Yeah, um, or was it Austin Reed? Do what now? When when uh, Jared Daigie, the the guy. From- oh yeah, yeah, Doggy,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm joking. I'm calling him Doggy because that's the oh, that gosh. was the thing that Jared, uh, Jared was like, oh my gosh, his name's spelled the same way as the meme, and it was like, yeah, okay, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, was it Jared? I know he went to Troy, and yeah, they ended up. I'm thinking it was
1: Austin's first year. Um, it was. It was his first year. Yeah, and Austin beat him out. It was actually Jarrett was supposed to be the favorite. And I understand, like, if you have somebody that you think should be the starter, you know, and then you bring somebody else in, there's a threat that somebody else could take their job. But, like, you ha- you can't just stop recruiting and, and have this guy that says, like, hey, I'd like to come to WKU. Can you recruit me? Please yeah. recruit me. And, uh, and then you just say, well, no, I think we're good. You know, we've got – We've, we've already got our, got, a quarterback. We've got our starter and then we've got two other guys that are pretty crappy, but we're betting on this one guy staying healthy all year. Like you don't do that. Yeah. So um, I think it's completely reasonable if, if we think this guy has some measure of character, you look at his stats and you look at some of his film and stuff and it's like, okay, this guy can play. Yeah. So, I mean, get, let the guy have some competition. We didn't get upset when Mike White was recruited Um, And Brandon Dowdy was the several-year starter at the time and had been in the program forever. He'd paid his dues, just like Caden has been doing. Um, And Brandon was even more established. And it turns out that Mike was basically as good as Brandon was, give or take. Yeah. Um, And that was who was Brandon's backup. Brandon beat him out. And Brandon, um, you know, lived out his final – Seventeenth year with the tops, and then Mike White took over. You know, so I mean, <clears throat> at the end of the day, like you have to recruit over who you have, or you're not going to get better, or at least try to give somebody competition. Like you can't just yeah. let people be comfortable and be like, "Oh well, bless you, honey. You're you're so good. We're just not going to get anybody that's near as good as you."
0: Like, what do you do yeah. if
1: the guy gets injured?
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, silly. Yeah little ridiculous but you know what are you gonna do right
1: yeah we just have to have bigger picture eyeballs on this than just like narrowing in like oh that they're cutting out the local boy you know like that's not what they're doing they're just trying to make sure we have a good roster
0: because i agree and i off. think well i mean i think there's i think it's a good thing to have options because i mean if we look back at the um at you know the piggy days everybody was like oh he came from maryland oh this is going to be great mm-hmm. and then you know it kind of went all to crap basically and i hate to sound like that but um well you he know it wasn't and he wasn't he bad was don't fly. get me wrong i mean I, I i'm sure as a person and everything else he was great but like there were issues that came up with piggy you know he couldn't throw over 20 yards and you know, there was just that he didn't fit the system well. And, you know, we saw we've saw Caden play one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows, you know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, and so I think it is good to have that back up and see where things go with this. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to go. We'll have to go from there. And I think you need to just, you know, as far as fans go, just pump your brakes just, you know calm down it's all good we're gonna be fine we've got a lot of time before um, we've got a lot of time before the uh, season starts so we'll just have to see how everything goes exactly
1: I'm glad you brought that up though man because I' I'm definitely um, whether I realized it or not was ready to talk about that because it is a thing like people need to to understand how stuff works I mean it's a business you can't just yep. stop business.
0: I agree. Um, and another thing I got on my notes, I guess we're just going to talk Lady Tops. Um, so Lady Tops played, sorry, I'm scrolling in my head, uh, New Mexico State and UTEP uh, this past week. Uh, New Mexico State, not so good. UTEP, pretty close. I mean, best way to put it. <laughs> um, Western ended up losing to New Mexico State Fifty to forty-four. Which, by that the way, that, awful. Is, that is an a, an atrocious performance. I hate to say it, but it um, was terrible. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was horrible, do, horrible, horrible, do. horrible.
1: Some knuckleheads, man. Yeah, man. Um, no, I mean, it was it was awful. I mean, they they just it was like they were allergic to a
0: lead. I mean. <laughs> they,
1: I was they, like, there was
0: a there was a little bit of a lead for about what thirty seconds there, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean,
1: there there was not any. I, I don't know. Um, there there was tangible infighting that game. I mean, they were like arguing with each other. Oh wow! <laughs> um, so like, there was some kind of uh, chemistry issue deal going on, which I think they figured it out, and they were fine against UTEP. Um, you know, for the most part. Um, but they were they're st- they were still kind of in a funk for most of the UTEP game, and then hopefully they've kind of snapped out of it um, and really look like themselves the last maybe quarter or so in the UTEP game. But they, they definitely were kind of in a funk this week, and against two teams at home that they definitely should handle no problem. New Mexico State was interesting because they were, like, really tall and really, like – Athletic, like they were, um, like their their girls were not, like they weren't pudgy. What they had these big, thick muscles. I mean, they were, they were specimens physically, um, tall and really muscular and like really fit. And um, just wasn't a great matchup for WKU in that. But regardless, there was no way that we should have only scored forty four points. Um, I mean, it was, it was hideous basketball (laughs) to observe two for 18 from three-point land couldn't hit free throws didn't draw a lot of free throws um low energy nobody scored in double figures i mean just really bad basketball and new mexico is terrible they're they were six and nine they're seven and nine now i don't know if they won their game saturday but um I mean, there, there it was not a team that Western had any business losing to. But there were just some kind of – they were in a funk. There may have been some illness or something they were dealing with. I don't know. But there was definitely – I say this and I can fully verify. I mean, they were literally arguing with each other the whole game. Wow. Um, so it was kind of weird to, to actually witness them just getting into each other. But, um, yeah, they did. They got blown out by middle by 37 the next game, 85 to 48. So, hideous basketball. Um, and, 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 yeah, yeah, um, so not, not good. Um, but they did bounce back against UTEP, like you said. Um, and it was a it was a nail biter. Destiny Salary was one of the ones in the New Mexico State game that was definitely kind of having her issues with coaches and players and everything else. But she got her her stuff together, um, especially later in that game. She ended up with a tied her career high again with twenty five. Um, that girl can explode for some points, man. She the West Virginia State game. She, she was the one that was on pace for, like, 40 or 50, and they basically benched her in the third quarter, and she still had 25. This game, she didn't score much in the first half, and then she just came on, like, blazes in the second half. Um, and so this was definitely a, a comeback game. Um, WKU was down eight at halftime um, and started – kind of chipping into it in the third quarter and then in the fourth quarter they did outscore them 2115 destiny salary made a reverse layup with um, about uh, let's see it was like 11 or 12 seconds left I think and uh, and then we ended up stripping the ball right there at the as as time expired and ended up winning 6665 so it was nice to overcome it. Um, I'm hoping that they play much better than they did this week, because if they play like that, they're not going to compete for a conference USA championship. That was just not, not good enough.
0: Um, Yeah. No, not at all. I mean, and it's, uh, you know, I think a lot of the problem it sounds like is just not working together and not, you know, playing the best ball that they can. And um, uh, this is something they're going to have to work out together. Yeah.
1: Yeah, UTEP is six and eleven, and one and three in conference USA. They were decent last year, and I thought they were picked to be pretty decent this year. Um, but uh, they, for whatever reason, they haven't come together. But just not a good basketball team. And you need to at home in conference, you need to take care of business, and it it should be pretty routine if you are one of the favorites, especially on the women's side. Like you, you should ultimately win the game. Yeah, um, certainly shouldn't have been. Getting a split with two teams with losing records.
0: Well, you know, um, I tell you what. There's only one thing worse than a split, and it's losing both. So, yeah. With that, are we going to and with that said, (laughs) yeah. With that said, it looks like the men fell to both New Mexico State and UTEP. Um, How much of that was actually? like basketball related and how much of it was actually like travel and issues like that, man.
1: Um, I mean, it really is hard to, it's hard to say how much that really affected. I personally think that some of that is window dressing. I do think the altitude and the travel, you know, it can have its toll. Yeah. And also like, if you play in a gym that is a little different than your home gym, um, you know obviously you have opposing fans making noise and stuff i mean in basketball it really makes a difference to be to be on the road um yeah and and especially if you travel a long distance like across the country like this pretty much is yeah i mean it it, it is a factor you know you got all the distractions of um sorry we're in the middle of the day so my phone's ringing um no you're good but uh you have all the distractions of you know getting the equipment there and oh shoot we forgot Rod Howard's socks or you know whatever <laughs> um you know what are we going to do now you know oh the trainers forgot all their tape you know <laughs> whatever that's not going to happen but okay yeah I, you know what i mean though like there's just stuff yeah. that it's a little it's just different you know you're you're traveling on a bus and you're not sleeping in your own bed and stuff so there's a factor but ultimately like okay Let's get to it a little bit. New Mexico State, ugh, Western basically led the whole game, took a 10-point lead early, nearly gave it up, but ended up leaving leading by 10 at halftime, led by as much as 12 in the first half. and again, in the second half, they expand this lead out. With 16 minutes left, it was 52-29, to 29, I believe. Okay? That's 23 points in the second half that they have this lead. At this point, it doesn't matter what else happens. Yeah. It has to be a win for Western. It doesn't matter about the elevation. It doesn't matter if everybody on the floor is cramping and can't walk. You should be able to salvage a 23-point lead. And so, I mean, New Mexico State got really hot. They really did. They made a whole bunch of threes. They made like eight out of ten threes at one point. So, I mean, obviously that that's something that you that's hard to account for. But like there was there was moments where WKU had the chance to slow it down, and they did slow it down for a little bit and kind of take back a little bit of the lead. They had a chance they probably could have taken back a double digit lead, and they just didn't do it. And then down the stretch, I think this was the first point where Steve Lutz kind of took a black eye for some stuff that happened in this particular game, especially. Yeah. Like all of his decisions didn't work at the end. This is the now, you know, when you look back, it's now the third or fourth lead that we've blown um, or nearly blown this year. And maybe more than that. Cause I think in Canada we blew two 10 point leads and then we we almost blew one against Liberty and then this one. So that's at least four um, for sure that we have. Like, I believe we've led in every loss that we've had this year. Oh, dang. Um, I'm pretty sure that's true. And so <clears throat> if not, it's like five out of six. And so it is concerning. And it's something that's like, okay, what just happened? Because Steve Lutz has looked like a heck of a coach this whole year and then a 23-point meltdown, Um, you know, what's going on? And there's, like, I do think we're trying to figure out how to handle losing Jalen Jackson. That is a much bigger loss than maybe most people thought it was. Yeah. Um, Especially against teams that are physical, teams that uh, you need a a good shutdown defender, and teams that that press you or – um give you trouble. And the teams that we've lost to, Sam Houston was very physical. New Mexico State, UTEP, very physical teams that uh that play tough at home. UTEP leads the nation and steals. So they are like the worst matchup for WKU right now while they're trying to figure out how to deal with um you know losing at least one point guard, and then Christian Lander was actually hurt in the second game against UTEP, and so uh, going through concussion protocol, which he may or may not play against FIU. Um, I, my gut says probably not, but, um, I mean, he, he wasn't available against UTEP, and so against, like, literally the worst matchup in the country for no point guard. Um yeah against UTEP, even though UTEP is not good in other areas. It was just a bad, bad time to have your, your second point guard who also scores and is a good on ball defender
0: to be injured that particular game. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That that's tough right there because I mean, you gotta, you gotta have all the pieces. You gotta be able to be able to play and do all that good stuff. Um, let's see here. I'm just pulling up some notes. Um, so next games looks like we have, uh, we've got FIU, which will be tomorrow at 8 PM. And then we've got Sam Houston, which is the first, which is next Thursday, next In Thursday. Okay. Um, I know it'll be next Thursday, Thursday, next Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can talk about uh, Sam Houston a little bit more next week as far as men's go, uh, but let's go to Lady Tops real quick, and we'll talk Lady Tops uh, against FIU. Okay. So what are your thoughts with this game, Matt? Yeah, well, this is um,
1: this is a big one. Um, Tough one, FI- too. Yes. FIU has ended up being one of the better teams in women's basketball. Um, they We talked about this last week, but they were picked to be seventh in Conference USA, and they are definitely either, you know, 2A or 2B with WKU um, behind middle. We think middle is probably the favorite um, and definitely should be the favorite. But FIU is still undefeated in Conference. Western obviously dropped that one against New Mexico State. Um, FIU has won – 13. ever, Yeah, 13 games. They're 4-0 in conference. Only one game, uh, which was New Mexico State, um, did they win by single digits. Every other one they've won by double digits. 75-50, 57-52 was the one against New Mexico State. 83-62 over UTEP at UTEP. Um, And they beat Liberty on their court by 11. And so um, they're... They're a pretty solid team and they they have some some good players they've had a strong core return which was kind of the key to why they've been so good is they returned a lot of their people and so um, I would definitely say especially at FIU you know ladies play in Miami this is going to be a tough one for for them to pull off especially if they play anything like they did this last week if they come in sharp you know they should have a pretty decent chance. Uh, to certainly be in the game and possibly steal one. But on the road, I would honestly say FIU is probably your favorite. Um, You know, slight favorite. I mean, I'd say it should be a back-and-forth battle. Um, But I would say on the road, you got to expect FIU might actually pull that off, especially given that WKU may not be playing its best right now. We'll see. If they play their best, I think it's 100% toe-to-toe. Western should probably be the slight favorite if they're playing their best. If they're not, I would absolutely favor FIU in this one and probably – like I'm not going to be upset if they lose to FIU. I'm, I'm going to be – I'll be frustrated, especially if, like I say, we have a 15-point lead and we lose. Or, you know, we uh, we have a quarter where we score four points. You know, and it's like, okay, come on, we could have salvaged this and, you know, get a few baskets in 10 minutes. And I could could have stayed in this game. But I think, uh, I think it's going to be a tough one. And I would really expect, unless WKU turns around, whatever that mess was this week, I would expect maybe MTSU and FIU possibly to be the two favorites and then WKU maybe just slide in at third at this point,
0: which, which we'll kind of sucks, but you know, yeah, I mean, Hey, I mean, call Here's maybe, the thing is go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I was just going to say, maybe we could get things straightened out by tournament time and kind of make a run then. I mean, evidently, you know, MTSU and FIU are going to evidently run off with this. Hopefully not, but well, you know, we'll see.
1: I, I don't know if they'll run. I think middle will run off with this. I, I think, I think if I use comparable to WKU, um, so I'm not saying that FIU is much better than Western, but yeah. I also think that FIU hasn't shown any kind of weakness yet. Western has. Western has played somebody at home and played like absolute crap and lost and really really could have lost by more than six points. Yeah. Um, if if, if uh, NMSU had hit a few shots, they could have easily beaten Western by 15 that game. And so – that was kind of a disappointing. Horrifying, yeah, it was a, yeah. Disappointing is a good one. Horrifying will be another one that I might use. <laughs> I mean, pull out
0: our thesaurus here to get some more adjectives. Yeah, let's find some synonyms. <laughs> uh,
1: Synonym dot Um, atrocious. There and you I, go. Anyway, um, I, I think it's um i'm interested this week changed how i look at the lady tops a little bit in terms of like really right there with middle they're gonna have to show me a little something the next few weeks for me to start talking about them in the same breath as middle Because here's the thing is like we're in year six of greg collins and once again we have some infighting we have some issues and some drama and stuff you know, we have a random lackluster week where we almost dropped two at home. Yeah. Dropping two at home would have been a complete disaster. And you were, um, you know, the the UTEP defender stopping salary from getting a layup away from blowing it against two really bad teams. I mean, they yeah. those two teams are not very good. And Western almost lost to both of them.
0: I'm a little Uh, concerned. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely uh, something to be concerned about. Uh, Looks like, as far as FIU is concerned, they've lost to Florida Gulf Coast towards the beginning of the year. They lost to Coppin State. Coppin? Coppin? Coppin State. State. They're both the Eagles, by the way. Fun fact for you Florida Florida Gulf Coast Coast Eagles and the Coppin State Eagles. Uh, um, They've lost to William and Mary, which. William and Mary's uh, not having the best year either, I don't think. The William and Mary tribe. Yeah, they're 8-9 and nine and third in the, Um, what is the C? They're in the CAA conference. I don't know what that is. Colonial Athletic, I think. Okay. You got it. Colonial Athletic, we'll okay. go with that. Um. so they had lost to them as well so evidently they had had some hiccups too and then they lost to Georgia Southern and their last loss was against Texas State and it was more it was on December 18th was their last loss there was 331 people in attendance (laughs) that is so (laughs) sad that's so sad um. Yeah, so I mean, the crowd FIU, is probably not going to be a factor.
1: No, no, there won't be. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> I was looking at WKUs, and we only had 700-something at, at UTEP. And it was snowy and whatever. But, I mean, we can't claim much better. Um, But, yeah, FIU is notoriously not going to have a single person in actual attendance. It's all going to be the staff and the, <laughs> the teams family. and the announcers and uh, not going to be a single person in the stands. That's pretty much FIU for you. But yeah, since December, yeah. they have one loss. They were six and one in December. And then January, obviously they've played conference USA ball and they're four and Oh, so they are 10 and one in their last 11 games. Um, even in December, let's see. A lot of those wins were closer um but they did have two more ten plus point win games later in December. So I mean they've been pretty sharp since beginning of December. Um I was gonna say they're they lost, I mean
0: they're doing really well.
1: Yeah, lost to Texas State, but Texas State is well now they're ten and nine, but they were seven and three at the time they played FIU. So pretty decent I mean it's it's a acceptable loss i guess for them um you know you're gonna drop a, a few here and there ultimately they're they're 10 and 1 in their last 11 and they're they're looking like a conference favorite they haven't shown any kind of weakness yet i'm sure they're gonna lose something they'll probably lose to middle uh, on saturday but that remains to be seen um, yeah they haven't I lost lose. yet so yeah, well, they're, we're going to find out. It's going to be um, Saturday, middle, and FIU play. So one of those two is going to have a loss by Saturday. So, uh, it'd be Unless something weird happens. happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, yeah, they don't play the game. That's about the only way. <laughs> uh, we're going to find out. Somebody's going to have an L in that, in that column by the end of the week.
0: Um. So as far as the FIU middle, do you think uh, – what are the chances that FIU wins? Is it, you know, do they have a decent chance? Is it low? What do you think? Jeez. Um, let me see if there's
1: just, anything. Oh, like- just yeah. a percentage. Just a percentage. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I'd say it's at FIU, so there's always a chance.
0: Um, I mean, the, the, say- the one-third person could get involved, so... <laughs>
1: I mean you know, I'd like, say oh man, <laughs> I'd say it's like 60-40 maybe that middle middle will probably win. Um, but there's there's a okay chance that FIU could win. I don't I don't think it's much more than a 40% chance that they beat middle. Um, I just think middle is they're nationally good enough to beat most teams. Uh, yeah. on any given night. Like, they're they're good enough that they could go into some ranked opponents and hang with them and possibly beat them. I don't think that FIU or Western are on that level consistently. I think they could hang with them some games, but I think those two teams either need middle to have some injuries or they need to have middle be off the night they play them in order to actually beat them. I think it's possible – but I just don't think, even though FIU's playing great, I think Middle is – like, Middle played a tough schedule and still only has four losses. Like, they're oh, a wow. quality at-large type of team. Um, I don't know what their numbers are, what their RPI, net ranking, whatever. I don't know what any of that is. But they're a quality basketball team nationally. So, I just think they're on a different level to those – to Western NFIU.
0: Yeah, they um... – Actually, looks like middle lost to Grand Canyon Lopes on uh, the last, that was uh, December 30th. So, I mean, they've lost, uh, you know, they lost to Michigan, they lost to Princeton, they lost to Belmont, um, and then the Grand Canyon. But everybody else, they've got W's. Well, Grand um,
1: Canyon is a top 100 team in women's basketball. Who else did you say? Belmont? Belmont. Uh, Belmont's number 70. In Michigan. Net. Michigan. Number nine. Let's see. That's 43. And then Princeton. Princeton. Princeton's number 36. So they have okay. all top 100 losses. <laughs> so uh, I In mean, the it's... middle, I think I just saw them. They're number 52 right now in the net. They're, oh, um, wow. It doesn't say like quad – one, two, whatever, but they are uh, where were they four and let's see five and two on the road, um three and one on a neutral court six and one at home so they're they're good anywhere they've got the only teams they've lost to were top one hundred they beat I'm pretty sure they beat Tennessee if I remember right is that true are you looking at the schedule
0: yes they did beat Tennessee seventy three to sixty two. Yeah, Uh, they've they've beaten Memphis, which I don't know where they're ranked. Uh, Just looking at big names. They've actually played Memphis twice and beat them both times. Memphis is not very good. They're top 150. Okay, okay. Uh, I just saw the name
1: respectable.
0: Yeah, they've beaten uh, twice. They've beaten Louisiana Tech, Northern Kentucky, uh, Stephen F. Austin, uh, Houston. I don't know who Sua is. SIU, or Southern Indiana, or no, Southern Illinois, Elev- Evan, Edwardsville College, I don't S- know.
1: SIU, Edwardsville, maybe? Yes. Okay.
0: They are horrible, so don't worry about looking those up. They are in the Ohio Valley Conference. Yes, they're 2-17. and 17. They're not good. Yeah, at the time they were one in
1: six. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, they've gotten worse, believe it or not. <laughs> so there we go. Uh,
0: but yeah, I mean, you know, some of their schedule is very tough. Um, so as bad as I hate it, you know, you know, middle might go dancing. I mean, unless something crazy happens.
1: Yeah, they have to be the the stone cold. There's no one else that's close to them in Conference USA. They're the favorite. Yeah, especially because Liberty has not been as good as they were supposed to be. Western nope. is about as good as we were supposed to be. Maybe, well, with this last week, we're about where we probably were expected. And, I mean, FI, FIU is surprised, but I don't think they're going to be to the tune of surprising middle and beating them really either time in the regular season. So we'll see. Um, but uh, I, I'm I'm hoping – that the Lady Tops, as far as the Lady Tops go, hopefully they get their their stuff back together. And obviously beating FIU would be a massive statement to yes. be like, hey, we are for real. This is not a fluke. And, I mean, if we beat FIU in any fashion, that is a huge feather in the cap for Western and um, would certainly put us back on track to be considered a, a real
0: contender. So – You got to be a contender, Rocky. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it would be nice to kind of get things turned around and finish out Westerns. um, Let me get back on my Western schedule here. Um, You know, let the Lady Tops finish things out and, you know, turn it around. I mean, it's possible. We still have to play the mutts twice. We still have to play FIU twice. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the possibility is there for advancement. And, you know, we're only a half a game back you know, so absolutely FIU loses MTSU loses. um, You know, we beat either one of them, you know, technically we could fly into a tie for first with one of them. Um, Absolutely. There's no,
1: there's no doubt that Western could win this year. FIU could win this year, maybe Liberty. Liberty has played an an awfully tough schedule. They're five and 13 and they're still in the top 200 in the country. So I mean, (laughs) they're, I was actually looking FIU is 179 right now and WKU is actually ahead of them in the net. So for what that's worth, um, you know, WKU has played the tougher schedule and has about the same record as FIU, but nonetheless, one of those four and certainly one of the three that we've talked about FIU, Western middle, they gotta be your favorites, but I think Middle's your clear, clear number
0: one. I, I think so. Um, and, uh, you know, possibly Western, unless they can do something drastic. I think Western's going to have a hard, hard game, uh, on Thursday night, but you know, we'll see. Uh, hopefully it won't be too bad. Hopefully Western will be able to keep it close and do well. And, um, you know, we'll just have to go from there. Um, now men are going to be playing, uh, FIU at home. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. They're at home. Uh, since we've got the alternating men's women's, uh, that game is going to be at 8 p.m., 7 p.m. E, uh, Central. Uh, I'm assuming both of those will be on ESPN Plus, but I'm not 100% yes. on that right now. Uh, but, uh, but you know, you can support both. Um, if you're in the Miami area, go support the Lady Tops. I appreciate it. I am not a true fan and will not be driving down to uh, Miami to watch the Lady Tops play. Sorry, not sorry. Um, you're not, you're but that'll not be on ESPN down. Oh, no, yeah. Well, the Jets, you know, I've got to get some stuff done on the Jets, so, you know, not able to do that this weekend. But, uh, you know, Western, uh, the, the the guys are favored, so that's a plus. Um, Western's guys are favored 75%. Yeah. Uh, at...
1: Okay.
0: Oh, on the ESPN Power? Yeah, their power ranking thing, which. Okay. Cause don't necessarily the day, they didn't put a lot behind. of stock into it, but, you know. Well, they didn't have a
1: line on the men's game earlier. I want to look and see if they had a line out yet.
0: I don't um, see one. Let me see. I'll check FanDuel real quick and see if they've got one. Okay.
1: They should be um, but
0: I would hope so. I mean, not necessarily, but... Um, which I have found, especially during football season, I have found there are some games that they do not want you putting money on, and they will pull it in a heartbeat before they give you anything. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's always, it's their money, so to speak. So. Right. On now.
1: Well, here's what I'll say while you're looking at that. I mean, absolutely. This is, this is a chance for Western to get back on track. I was looking, I mean, if you think, if you were to rank the five toughest game or let's say the top 10 toughest games, in conference USA play, obviously there are 16 games. Um, but yeah. if you, if you were to put the top 10 together and said, okay, this is Western's toughest 10 games in conference USA, they have played five of those top 10 games for sure. Um, each one of those is difficult Liberty, whether it's on the road or not. Um, Sam Houston on the road is obviously a pretty decent team and tough to play at home. Um, Mexico State and Utep, really tough on the road. They have they like combined, they have like three losses on the year at, at their home arenas. And then uh, Jacksonville State, right? Jacksonville State has been pretty good as well, and they have a really good player. So if you yeah. if you think about it, Western has has played some of its toughest games right up front in the front of the schedule and they're two and three. Now, would I rather be three and two, four and one? Sure. But those were really tough games. You've got, you got La Tech that's going to be tough down the road. And then you've got um, you know Sam Houston at home. But a lot of these other games that Western's playing the next few, including FIU, are games that they definitely should win, especially at home. They've got three games at home here, where if you win all three of those, you're back at five and three. And you're, you're going to be within a game and a half of the lead. Um, certainly, everybody else has everybody has at least one loss on the men's side. So, without question, you will be within two games of of being, uh, you know, to the lead. Excuse me, I'm, as I stumble over my thoughts. Um, but actually, and you play Sam Houston, so um, they're definitely going to be within within shouting distance by the end of this home stretch, if they can just pull off these wins. FIU is definitely a team that Western should handle. I think they're well coached, but they have trouble getting the players into FIU because FIU is just not, they're not supported very well in terms of fans and terms of donors and things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of understandable as far as that goes. Um, I i mean, it sounds bad, but. I mean, you, you went know, to
1: FIU, didn't you, Devin? I mean, there was nobody there. They how don't it care was sports.
0: Well, maybe they don't care about that team because there are more more than one school in Miami. And there is a lot to do in Miami in their defense. So uh, excuse me. Um, True. uh, Well, I mean, like, you know, there it's always warm weather. There's always the beaches. And honestly, I think I heard a study at some point that uh, you know, people who go to you know, Southern universities, uh, they either do well or they do not do well at all academically because there is the temptation to just go chill on the beach. You know, hey, what do I need to go here for? I'm going to go sit on the beach, you know, and, and I get it. I, shoot. Would I rather go to class
1: or go swim in the ocean? Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Hey, let's go check out the babes on the beach. Sure. OK, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but yeah, I think Western has a decent shot. Like you said, I could not find a money line, but the game is on ESPN plus 8 p.m. tomorrow or as I'm in gonna Thursday. Somewhere else. Yeah. Actually, let me see. They got ESPN bets. Let me see.
1: Surely, the, I mean, you know, there's going to be a line. Let's see.
0: There's got to be, or they just don't want to post it. Posted.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Come on. which actually talking about bets, I have heard that um, the NFL is kind of running the script on the Ravens and the fact that the, uh, the one of the referees they have for the game uh, calls more penalties on home teams and the Ravens are going to be at home. So that's a little interesting okay. for you. So FIU's station picked FIU to win. Amazing. Not surprised. Let's see. Uh, FIU. Yeah, well anyway, I mean FIU seven and twelve, they're playing. They're giving us a little okay. Oh no, that was that was November. I'm sorry, that was November. <laughs> they were giving us one. Book. I can't find yeah. it anywhere. I can't so, find Weird. Well, it ought to post sometime today. We're we're
1: you know we're early in the day today, so some yeah. of the stuff hasn't posted yet. But anyway, I mean, seven and twelve or whatever they are, seven and thirteen. I mean, Western is thirteen and six. Even if you're in a funk, it's at home. It's against a team that is not going to contend for a conference title. It's time to get yourself together, whether Christian Lander is playing or not. And figure out a way to win. You win by one, you win by twenty. I don't really care. Just win the game, and let's get on. You know, you'll have a week off after this. There is no reason that you can't go all in, play whoever you need to, play with all out effort. You have a whole week to rest. So, yep, get it done, and let's let's move on. FIU is a quality opponent, though. It's not like you can't just sneeze at them, and you know they're gonna fall over. I mean, they're they're certainly. I think their coach knows what he's doing. Um, he, I think he's in just a bad spot. Like, he, it's a bad job. Um, it's just No, you just don't get a FIU. lot of support. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's just who is going to want to come to play FIU basketball? Like, they can get some athletes. They can get some, um, you know, they've gotten a lot of foreign guys. FIU's a good academic school. But other than that, like, they don't get a whole lot of elite players. Um, they have decent players and they're usually pretty athletic. Um, and they they usually have some size, but um, I was, was going to say, we've at, been
0: playing them for years, but you know,
1: yeah, they do have, I mean, if you're looking at, at who to watch for, for the game, um, Javante Hawkins, uh, and Arturo Dean are your two main guys. Um, no one else is averaging double digits. But Javante Hawkins, the thing about him is this guy shoots forty-four percent from three, and he takes a ton. He shoots six a game, and he makes forty-four percent. Like this guy is lethal. For wow, group. he's basically gonna he's gonna make two or three out of six every single game. Um. and and usually more three out of six than two out of six. I mean, he's a quality player that can really shoot. He can shoot free throws. (coughs) Excuse me. He shoots a decent um, amount from from inside the arc as well. You know, and so he's a quality player. Um, And then you've got Arturo Dean. This guy – Leads the country in steals individually. Oh, wow. He also rebounds almost five a game, averages over twelve. Um, not a great shooter, but does all everything else pretty well. He does commit a lot of turnovers, like a ton of turnovers, seventy turnovers, wow. um, in nineteen games. So, if Western can get him kind of sped up and make him make some mistakes that can make up for his ability to pass, which he gets over four assists a game, and his ability to steal, he steals over three times per game, almost four times a game. Um, so those two guys, though, are probably the ones that Western needs to focus on. This is what Casey Richards said in his article. was basically get these guys slowed down, and it's going to be difficult for FIU to do anything else. They have other players, and they have good players, Um but um, these two guys are are the ones to watch out for. Um,
0: okay, yeah, that's that'll be uh, that'll be good. It looks like Western or New Mexico State was a two and a half point favorite on against uh, against Western the other night. But that's the only thing I have found thus far for the uh, for Western as far as the money line goes. So I'm guessing maybe they'll update it in the morning. Uh, so and uh, Thursday morning. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, I think Western is favored, so it'd be nice to take the money line on that, but don't take my word for it. You know, it's your money. You do what you think, uh, but um, I think it depends on how much it is. Like
1: if it's uh well, if it's a good payout, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if it's like five or less, which I I would think it's probably going to be like eight or nine would be Kind of a, a fair number for for prediction's sake, and I yeah. think if it's more than ten, I might consider taking the the under there. Yeah, um, I, know, I don't imagine that be. Western could possibly win by less than ten and still win it, or or obviously FIU could possibly win. Um, but if it's like five, six, seven, I'd pretty much take WKU over that. Um, I think Western should win. By about 10, okay, um, or so. And I think, like, I haven't thought about a prediction for myself, but I'd say, uh, let me look at how much they score and stuff like that. Let's see 76 a game. So, I mean, I would say, um, you know, WKU 82, FIU 72. Um, something like that will be kind of a good prediction for hopefully how this thing goes down.
0: I'll say, uh, I'll say 72, 79 Western. Uh, if we're going to go predictions, I'll say Western will win by seven. Um, but you know, I think Western has an opportunity here to step up and, you know, Western isn't with those two losses, it kind of sets back Western as far as the, you know, amazing season we were having. But, um, you know, I think it's possible for Western to, you know, do well, and you know have a good placing in the tournament, and you know, do yeah, you yeah. do do you do a NIT route this year or no? Like, uh, do you do you think that we could make it? Is that what you're asking? You think, or, if you're invited, do you go? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely take that.
1: I mean, we haven't been to the NIT uh, in a few probably, years, so
0: I was going to say probably four years by now.
1: I know, uh, Stan's, yeah, you know well, been we went pretty six. deep. but. We go. We went to the NIT one other year since we went to the NIT Final Four. But yeah, absolutely go to the NIT. There's only 32 teams that make it, so it's fairly prestigious, and you're getting eyes on your program. So I, I mean, yeah, I would go. Okay. Um, but I don't. I honestly don't think the NIT is on the table this year. Like Western is, um, you know, like 150 in the net, and they win every game from now until you know the championship game and lose yeah um i still don't know if they would make the nit Um, yeah i don't know that'd be that'd be tough to say but um i think like big picture i did want to comment on this a little bit like uh, and i know we're getting close to time and stuff but um i do think that people have kind of overreacted to this like when we talked about this last week i was i said this i said listen it is totally possible that Western could certainly split and possibly get swept. Um, it was not yeah. like in both games Western was slightly expected to lose. Not it was like, you know, the 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 New Mexico State game was like a fifty one percent chance that that Western lost, right? And then UTEP was more like fifty eight or sixty percent. Yeah. And without Christian Lander it would be even more, it'd probably be like sixty five percent or something. Um So, I mean, it was acceptable that WKU lost at least one. Um, I do think that like I saw people saying, Well, there goes the regular season championship. Why? Like you're a game and a half out. We're acting like you know, like and you play Sam Houston next week so you have the chance to and then you play La Tech like the week after. You yeah. literally have the chance within two weeks to nearly correct the the deficit. You're going to need a little help. But you are not in – I don't know if you're even in dire straits. You to, just need uh, to start winning.
0: I was going to say, it's not time to pull up stakes and you know just write off yeah. the whole season by any means. Yeah. like um,
1: You want to win half of your games on the road, okay? So they've lost three games on the road. So win your games at home and take care of some business on the road against some teams like middle, like FIU later in the year, maybe Liberty, you know, beat some of these teams on the road and you'll be in a pretty good spot that you're close to the top at conference USA. And, uh, you know, if you can pull off a surprise like winning at La tech, which is almost impossible, um, you know, winning, uh, I'm trying to think who else is on the road, uh, at Liberty is going to be tough, but, Oh, um,
0: Jacksonville State too on the road.
1: Is it? Yeah, yeah, right. Jacksonville State's another one that will be really tough on the road, right? But I mean, just take care of some business, win a few games here at home. You have a lighter stretch here for the next month or so, where you you probably should go at least six and two. Yeah, um, and then if you go six and two, you're sitting at eight and five, and you're right there in – you're gonna have to be right there in the, the the thick of the race. you're gonna be within a few games at that point point. and then you just see
0: where the the chips fall So yeah I think I think okay. I, I agree with you 100 um the thing is is the pack looks a lot tighter now but I think the pack as far as because we are tied with Liberty with one and a half back middles three games back, but we also have UTEP, Jacksonville State, and Florida International, who are one game back. So, you know, we get towards, you know, give us a couple weeks here. You know, we're probably, what, five or six games. You know, I think things are going to be a lot different. And I think Western could be closer to the top of the pack. And, you know, once we get to conference time, things could be turning around a lot more.
1: Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, yeah. First and seventh, excuse me, first and eighth are separated by a game and a half. Yeah. Okay. So they could literally flip on its head within a week. Yeah. So everybody Completely. chill
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> I would just say relax, uh, the Aaron Rodgers meme. Uh, just relax. And uh, we'll just see how it goes from there. Uh, Western is going to be playing. Uh, we've got FIU on Thursday night, 8 p.m. That is January 25th, just for everyone's uh, clarity and, uh, Western is going to, uh, hopefully we'll win this game. And then next week we're going to be playing Sam Houston on the 1st of February, which is a Thursday. So we'll talk about that. Then that game's on CBS sports network. And then, uh, Western girls will be playing FIU at Miami in uh, in the FIU, uh, Cougar dome where all the Cougars live. And, uh, that game is at 7 PM, uh, Eastern time. So if you can't go, you know, pregame, watch the FIU girls game and then jump right into the men's game and enjoy. Uh, but if you would, you can support us uh, like Matt was talking about earlier on in the episode. Uh, you can do the subscription thing through Rack and support them through that. You can do readouts. Uh, We've got, you know, Patreon, BetterHelp, all those things. And then, you know, the easy free thing to do is just to share it. You know, you can always just share our episodes, share the articles through Tau- for Towerack, and that that also supports us by helping us to spread uh, some more good news of the Western Kentucky fanship. So we're bringing you all the good news. Um, so. <laughs> wow, making uh, it yeah, biblical. Yeah, wasn't necessarily trying to. It just kind of came out. Uh, Go but into yes, all we... the
1: world and preach the gospel of WKU. <laughs> fans.
0: Go forth, my children. <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway yes uh definitely uh come back Tom next Stewart week shall appreciate yes yes kaboni shall bless you my child <laughs> so anyway uh appreciate you appreciate our listeners appreciate you matt for coming on and uh as always guys go tops
1: yeah man go tops
0: thank you sir always a pleasure Sir, my man.